0: Uh, Good morning everyone, thank you. That's such a good welcome. Uh, Let me ask you a question to begin with. Uh, Have you ever been excited and scared all at the same time? Anyone identify with that? A few hands, a few hands, okay. A couple of examples for you. Uh, If you can think back to the first night staying over in your friend's house. So you've gone around to their house to stay over for the very first time. Can you imagine it? The excitement that there is of all the things that you might get up to. But there's also a wee bit of nervousness. You're kind of feeling a wee bit scared. Can I cope being away from my mum and dad for a whole night? Can I cope all night long being away from home? Or you've been given a part in the school play for the very first time. Wow, it's exciting. Everyone's gonna be looking at you. You're gonna be on the stage. You're gonna have a big part to play but yet you're a wee bit scared. Will I be able to remember all of the lines that I've been given? Excited and scared. How about some of these photos here? Uh, You've been, everyone's been on a roller coaster, a funfair ride, there's the excitement, but also the kind of nervousness, the the scared feeling. What about uh, zip lining? Some of us have done that, same feeling, and even abseiling, so there we have. (laughs) I was so happy when I found this photograph. I knew I had it. So we've got Lee Peng, we've got Catherine, hi Catherine, and Fiona Ab sailing at a church barbecue. And we've all experienced that feeling of excitement, but feeling scared at the same time. A few weeks ago, it was the youth weekend and we played bubble football, and I was pretty excited. I knew what was coming, uh, and so I was really, really excited, but at the same time, there's some photos just to prove it, uh, I was really scared, because I didn't know what would happen. I was scared of of breaking my leg, (laughs) as you can see. So you have to guess who is doing all the bumping. Brilliant, excellent. So that was bubble football, a mix of excitement but feeling scared at the same time. And this morning we're picking up where we left off last week in junior church and we heard about how God had rescued the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt and that's where we're going to start our story today, over in Egypt. So come on over to Egypt with me and we can find this story in Numbers 13. And the Israelites have just seen how incredible God is. He's done some miraculous things, wonderful things, like holding back the waters of the Red Sea. He parted them so that the Israelites could walk through on dry ground. But since then, they've been on a journey. They've been traveling for days and for miles upon miles upon miles. And they eventually reach uh, the edge of the promised land place where God has led them to, the place where God has promised to give them, it's in their sights and they're in the middle of the desert. And it was here in the desert of Paran, on the very edge of Cana, of the promised land, that God spoke to Moses. And God told Moses that this was the land that he was to give Israelites. And the Israelites were divided into 12 tribes, and it's important for us to realize this. 12 tribes, and these were descendants or families of the descendants of the 10 sons of Jacob, or 10 of Jacob's sons, and then two from Joseph's sons. And so God instructed Moses to send one leader from each of the 12 tribes to go and suss out the land, the promised land, Cana. And for this morning, the promised land is just through the blue doors at the back, So you have to use your imaginations. And so uh, this was the instruction, uh, and that's what exactly Moses did. He gathered the people together just like we are this morning. He gathered them together, and he may have said something along these lines. It's been a long journey, but we've come to the very edge of the land God is giving us. God wants our best men to check out Canaan before we all go. So I'll need, uh, let's see, egal... Guel, Gadi, Gadadel, Nabi, Paltel, uh, Amamel, Shaphat, Sethur, and Shamuah. Oh, and Caleb and Joshua. Okay, so we don't exactly know, it doesn't tell us in the Bible, but we can imagine how these guys felt. How would these guys have felt when they heard their names being called out by Moses? Do you have any idea, shout out to me, any feelings that you think these guys would feel as their names were called out? Any ideas? What was that, sorry? Fear, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Not sure. Okay, so I'm sure they felt lots of things. They were maybe happy and proud, thinking, oh yeah, I've been called forward for this really important job or they might have been scared and fearful. And so we find uh, that this was a really big position to be given, this mission was a mission of honor to be called, uh, a really big job. But I'm sure they were excited and scared at the same time. And so uh, I need my 12 volunteers. Where are my 12 volunteers? Come on up to the front if I have asked you to come up. Brilliant. And if you stand along the the front here for me, excellent. We have 12, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, great, excellent, come on up, that's it, brilliant, come on up, excellent. Okay, so we've got our 12 spies, they've got their moustaches on. Some of them are looking a wee bit anxious, some of them are happy, not sure what's going on, that's okay. So in a moment I'm going to give you guys a job. Uh, And before the men went into Cana to suss it out, Moses gave really careful instructions. Here they are. Moses isn't paying attention. (laughs) See what the people are like. Are they many? Are they strong? Have they built high walls around their towns? And check out the land. Is the soil rich? Does it grow good food? Bring back some fruit if you can. Excellent. Okay, so there's some of the instructions, guys. And all I'm going to have to ask you guys, if you make your way down to Cana there, if you go through the door and you'll see the land, and all you have to do is come back and tell me what you see. So if you go out the door and turn to the right, you might see some stuff. And So if you go and do that now for me, that's great. Excellent. So there's our 12 spies away. The Bible tells us that they journeyed through the land of Cana, uh, and it took them 40 days, 40 days to go through the land. Uh, so church family, I want you to imagine that you are the people of Israel. You're gathered together, and in a moment or two, these spies are going to come back They've gone too far. Someone tell them they've gone too far. (laughs) I give simple instructions and nobody listens. So just inside, stop, stop. There we go. Great, excellent. They've found the land. Excellent. Okay, so church family, imagine uh, we're gathered together. We're the people of Israel. And in a moment or two, the spies are going to come back. They're going to tell us what they've found. And it's up to you to decide whether you're gonna stay in the desert or you're gonna go in to the land of Canaan. And so just wanna give our spies a wee bit of time just to digest what they're saying out there. It's pretty spectacular. Um, spies, are you ready? Yeah, great, excellent. Come on back. So after 40 days, the spies come back and they give a report. Uh, to the people so I'm gonna ask you guys to tell me first of all there's some good stuff out there yeah you're pretty excited yeah great so tell me some of the good things that you guys saw out there yes Joshua what's it? juicy fruit Oh yes who likes juicy fruit yeah great okay what else yeah McDonald's, McDonald's? No way, McDonald's is not in the promised land. That must be the street version of the Bible. Okay, Uh, Lucy, or Holly, sorry. Really strong people, okay, that might be good, might not be bad, okay, yep. Scary giants, here, that's not good. That's, That's pretty bad, actually. Okay, anything else good, or, yeah? Big, thick walls, so that, that might be good if you're behind them. Yeah, okay, brilliant. Okay, so that's some of the good things. Anything else, Holly? It's well guarded as well. Great, okay, so there's some good things in there and maybe things that aren't so good. Uh, and so were there any things that kind of scared you? You mentioned the, the giants. That doesn't sound good. That sounds pretty scary, actually. Uh, anything else bad that you noticed? You mentioned the big, scary walls. The big, high walls are pretty thick, so it would be difficult to get into the cities and take them over. OK. Uh, what about the powerful people? Someone mentioned that. They might be difficult to kind of battle against. OK, Brilliant. OK, So that's some of the good things, some of the bad things. And the people of Israel. Uh, when they heard the report, probably started to feel a little bit scared, a wee bit apprehensive, uh, anxious, and maybe even angry. They Started to question, like, why would God lead them to this land that was impossible for them to live in? And so, two of the spies, Joshua and Caleb, couldn't contain themselves any longer because they just they had seen the good things and thought, we need to speak up here, and. Let's listen to what they said in the book of Numbers. Uh, Numbers 14. And we passed through the land and checked it out. It was very good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he'll lead us into that land. It's a land full of uh, plenty of milk and honey. He'll give it to us, but don't refuse to obey him. And don't be afraid of the people of the land. We will swallow them up. The Lord is with us. The Lord is with us, so nothing can save them. Don't be afraid of them. But the other 10 spies, so two spies were excited. They were up for taking the land. But 10 spies were shaking their heads going, it's impossible, it's impossible. They were arguing back, saying, we'll never do it. And soon the people of Israel were angry. They were arguing. They were asking for new leadership. And you can just imagine the scene as the excitement melts away and gives way to fear. And sadly, the people of Israel listened to the 10 spies instead of the two, and they decided to stay where they were. They let the fear put them off from moving into the land that God had promised to give them. And if you read on in the stories in number 14, you'll see that the next 40 years, the people of Israel dandered about in the the desert. 40 years. A year for every day that they were in Canaan. It was really sad. And in fact, most of them didn't even see the promised land that they'd been promised. And in the end, Caleb and Joshua, the two spies that were up for it, they were ready to go. And the children of the 10 spies They were the guys who got in to the land, uh, the promised land in Canaan. Thank you so much, guys, for your help. You can go and grab a seat. And the Israelites let their fear stop them from receiving all that God had promised. And have you ever felt scared like that? I know I have. And it's even harder to have courage when we're surrounded by people who have fear. They're afraid. And fear can be contagious, can't it? We all know that. Uh, But there's one thing that I want us as individuals and as a church family to remember this morning, and it's our bottom line, that you can do what you should even when others are afraid. You can do what you should even when others are afraid. Can we say that after three? One, two, three. You can do what you should even when others are afraid. And here's why. It comes back to our memory verse our memory verse reminds us of the truth. Be strong and brave. Do not be afraid. Do not lose hope. For I am the Lord your God. I will be with you everywhere you go. And I kind of sense that God wants to remind us of that truth this morning. As individuals and as a church family. To hold on to this truth and to see it afresh this morning. Be strong and and brave. Do not be afraid. Do not lose hope. I am the Lord, your God. I will be with you everywhere you go. And Joshua and Caleb, they had courage, not because they were superheroes, but because they believed they could trust God no matter what. They could trust God no matter what. And you and I can do the same. So when you move into a new school or you're asked to pray in small group. Or for the grown-ups, it's maybe when you feel God prompting you to speak to someone or to do something that's a wee bit outside your comfort zone and it makes you feel scared. You can do what you should even when others are afraid because you're not alone and God is with you. You can trust him no matter what. So let's pray to him right now. Let's pray. Dear God, it's amazing uh, to think that the same God who created the world, the same God who parted the Red Sea, the same God who sent his son Jesus to save the world, that same God made me and loves me. And you also made each person in this room this morning. And you're with each of us every day, no matter what we face. And because we have you, we can have courage. We can do what we should, even when others are afraid. Strengthen us, God. Make us brave. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.